Welcome to the Talking Disney Podcast. Jason and Cody. I'm Jason. And I'm Cody. And this is episode seven of the Talking Disney Podcast. So what's going on? What's going on, Cody? <laughs> oh, not much, Jason. Not much. Are you ready for episode seven? I'm ready for episode seven. All right. It's We didn't get to record last week. We had, uh, I at least I had some stuff going on, family stuff, visitors. So um, I don't know what you had going on last week, but we decided to put it off week and record tonight. All right. So if you've listened in the past, you know, I'm not a real big Marvel movie fan. Um, that may be changing because with all the recent movies that I've seen, uh, you know, Captain Marvel last month and then with Captain or not Captain, but uh, Avengers Endgame coming out at the end of this month, I thought it might be cool to go back and watch all the Marvel movies. Um, and I, but I didn't really want to watch them in the order that they came out. Um, I want to watch them in the timeline of how, how they happen. So I looked up a couple different websites, did some research, tried to come up with the best order. And the most common order I found is the one that I'll be using. Uh, so the other night I started, I, I watched Captain America, the first Avenger, which I had seen before, uh, but I rewatched it. Um, and then they have Captain Marvel as the second movie. Um, I'm not going to go see that one again right now. Uh, Cause I just seen it. So I, that part, I'm going to cheat a little and just say that I watched it second. And then Iron Man, I watched the other night and I'm currently in the middle of the incredible Hulk. Uh, now I've seen a couple different sites that had the incredible Hulk. It had Iron Man two and it had Thor in different orders. Uh, I'm going with the incredible Hulk, Iron Man two, and then Thor uh, in that order. That's the one that I, that I've seen the most or that's been the most common order. And then I'll watch them all up until I get to, um, till I get to go see Endgame in the theaters. And I'm trying to do it, get them all watched before uh, April 26th when it comes out. So um, I don't own them all. So I'm having to find some on, on YouTube or find some on Netflix or get some from Redbox. Um, so we'll see how it goes. You should have started this like a month ago so you could give yourself a little break here and there, you know, nah, skip I'm, a day or two and be yeah. fine. There's there's going to be there's some days that I'm going to have to skip, but on, on days where I watch them, I may watch two or three at a time, especially the ones that I know we have or my or my son has. So uh, it'll be fun. And then okay. I'm, you won't have to keep us that? all updated <laughs> i'm gonna keep track of them as i watch them and then uh rank them when i get to the end uh from my favorite to my to my least favorite uh and a little preview i, I think the incredible hulk's gonna be kind of low on that list so we'll see though okay so what have you been doing this week i've been watching movies 
Um, this week I worked, and that's about it. That's it. Not you not need to get a hobby. Exciting over here in Cody Land. <laughs> you gonna start Cody Land? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, like I said, we didn't get to record last week, so there's uh there's some news we can talk about, but there really wasn't a lot of really groundbreaking stuff that I've seen over the last two weeks. Uh, some interesting stuff, but nothing nothing groundbreaking. I did want to bring up uh, something that came out at the end of March dealing with uh, Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Um, they've got some some new restrictions. I don't know if I've ever mentioned it before. I know I've probably talked to you, Cody, about it not on the show. Um, but they are some changes coming about strollers. Uh, some changing with smoking. And then the last one I was kind of confused about, but loose ice. I didn't know loose ice was a problem. Um, but we'll start with strollers. So uh, I, I know I've been I've been hit with strollers, uh, run into by strollers. And I will say I used strollers when we would take our kids uh, when I was little. But it, it, did, it seemed like our strollers were a lot smaller than the strollers that I've seen in my last couple trips. I don't know. Did you see any big strollers when you went last time? Um, the strollers, more or less, I I don't know enough about strollers to be like, oh, it's a big stroller. I mean, I see the double wides a lot right. at, at Disneyland. Or I think with strollers, the double wides are the most kind of problematic just because they take so much space. space. And then you got those... I don't know. They're they're wagons. What do they call Keen's wagons or something? They're so they're yeah they're, the wagons. They're huge. I saw a lot of those when I was at Disneyland just a few weeks ago. I saw more this last trip than I've ever seen right. before. Right. So I'll just read directly what I have here. It says families with little ones know strollers are an important part of a vacation. It's the napping zone, the storage place, and the spot for tired legs to rest while experiencing the magic. I'll 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 agree. When my kids got tired, I didn't want to carry them around. So. Throw them in the stroller. No, you just had me do yeah, it. Yeah, I just had, yeah, yeah, especially, yeah, <laughs> that is true. That is true. Here, here Cody, carry her. Uh, so, yeah, I did that for <laughs> multiple of your children. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So Disney's kind of doing something about it. They've, I mean, people have been complaining for years um, about the stroller issue. Uh, I know they've done some things with where you can park strollers now. I mean, because you used to watch you walk into Adventureland, and it was like strollers are us everywhere. So, oh yeah, yeah, it was. They, they've really made an improvement, especially there, right? When it comes to strollers and how how you're able to flow through that land, because that is one of the most bottleneck areas in the park. Yeah, it was it was crazy congested. Uh, it was it was great last time we went in November. I I didn't hardly see any of them. So, well, because they moved them all. Um, over there by the Jungle Cruise, where like the the snack and beverage area used to be. Okay. Okay. Um, that's all stroller parking now. They moved the snacks and the bottled beverages and stuff across, across the sh- way there. Okay. Um, and they cleared out part of the store that used to be over there. Now that's part of like the refreshment right. area. So they they they've done some steps, and this is just another step um, in the process, and. I would assume this may have something to do with Galaxy's Edge opening and congestion. Because, uh, yeah, I think it's all a part of what they're calling uh, Project Stardust, Stardust, I believe is okay. what Yeah, I've heard it. that before too. So, just, you know, modifications here and there throughout the park 
to make um, guest traffic flow better all the way around. I know some of the improvements that they're making around the park is grading curbs right to where it's not you know quite a curb it's more of like a ramp. yeah i've i've several times stepped off a curb not knowing that the curb was there but yeah so i know that's part of it um i know certain areas where planters are you know like rectangular or square you know it's got hard corners on the end of the planter i know they're changing some of those and making them rounded just you know because then it just it makes it easier for people to get around them right yeah, so um, when there's a lot of people in one area, so basically they're they're just limiting the size uh, of the strollers that you could bring in. Uh, the 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 size is it can't be wider or uh, larger than 31 inches wide, um, 52 inches long. So that 31 inches wide that may eliminate many of the double ones. It says in, most or many strollers on the market, including some of those double ones, still. Uh, will fit within the guidelines. Uh, so, yeah. and then beginning May 1st, it says stroller wagons, which ones I was talking about earlier, will also no longer be permitted. And it says these updates are designed to help guest flow and ease congestion, making the parks more enjoyable. Uh, so, so you gotta, yeah. before you go, if you have kids, you're, if you're bringing a stroller, you gotta measure it. And if you don't have one small enough, they do, they do rent them. Um, they're probably not as nice or luxurious as the ones you may bring, but uh, either carry your kids or put them in the, in those little tiny strollers. Uh, and then the next thing, find someone to carry them. Yeah. For you, like bring, bring your nephew with you and say, Hey, yeah, carry these kids. Uh, they're also, if anyone wants to hire me to carry your kids around, and all, all the reach out, to all me. they got to give you is a free ticket to Disneyland, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'll pay for my, <laughs> and then May 1st, uh, all the smoking areas are going away also. Uh, that was the other thing that they talked about. And this is this is for both Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Uh, so both of them. Yeah. Um, I know there was that smoking area, what was it, back behind Big Thunder Mountain? Yes, on the Big Thunder yeah. Trail there. And that's for a long time, I don't know how long, but for a while now, that's been the only smoking section left in Disneyland. Park. Right. So if you want to smoke now... Or after May first, I guess you have to leave the park, um, and there'll be designated smoking areas in Walt Disney World, in Disney Springs, and in uh, Disneyland. I'm assuming uh, Downtown Disney. There'll be some. the The announcement I saw saying that the the smoking ban includes Downtown Disney. It's anything inside of their security. It area. Does it? Okay. Oh, it does this here. So once you go through security on either the East or West side, which the and now downtown Disney and the Esplanade are included in that secured area. If you're within that secured area, smoking is prohibited. You can't. Okay. Okay. Cause they, they, they give a little tip here. So designated smoking areas will be available outside the entrances of the areas listed above and at Disney Springs in Florida. And the areas listed above are Walt Disney world, Disneyland theme parks, water parks, Oh yeah, ESPN World, uh, Wide World of Sports Complex, and Downtown Disney District in California. So they'll be somewhere outside of those. So okay. Yeah, I don't know how that. I guess you know on the other side of just the checkpoint. So I would assume you could still smoke in like the Maybe, outdoor yeah. area of the Disneyland Hotel. I don't know what their specific smoking policies are. You know, you may not be able to be within fifty feet of the building. 
Yeah. So you may still be able to smoke yeah. at like yeah. the their um like Trader Sam's over there. I don't I don't know because then that's a food establishment also. So that may be okay. So maybe you can't smoke there either. Right. So maybe it is just maybe in the downtown Disney parking lot. If you want to smoke, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, just just yeah, just just don't smoke at the park. Uh, so I mean that I I don't I don't smoke, so I could doesn't really affect me at all besides having to walk through the smoke when I would walk behind big, big thunder mountains. So, and the reason they're getting rid of that is because two of galaxy's edges entrance, the entrances are off are right there. Yeah. And then yeah, you so. have, they're going to need as much of that area for people to be walking through as possible. And you know, you right. get, you know, just even though the smoking area back there was small, you know, you could still fit 40 people in that area. Right. And I know when it, when it came out, uh, around what March, what I say, March 28th, I mean, Facebook, Disney groups, there was all kinds of people. Oh, you know, I can't bring my stroller. I can't smoke. I'm just not going to Disneyland. Well, I guess then don't go. Yeah. Uh, it did seem though like more people were upset with like the stroller and wagon thing. Right. And the smoking. Right. And then I saw some saying, well, I'll just, I'll just, smoke where I want just like I normally do. So yeah, I don't know what the, what the punishment will be or what the repercussions will be. If you do get caught, if you know, they'll just tell you, you need to leave the park or put it out or whatever. Yeah. And I, I'm assuming this includes vaping also. Um, from what I saw, it does include vaping and electronic cigarettes okay. and all that kind of stuff. Okay. All right. So I won't walk behind someone who just puffed a big cinnamon smoke cloud hey but at least that smells better <laughs> well that's true that's true and then the other thing was loose ice which i i said i didn't know there was an issue with loose ice but yeah uh, i mean i don't see i mean it's still a rule uh, not a rule but it's still allowed that you can bring in your own food and you can bring in coolers right. and all that but you don't see very many so, people doing that yeah no basically what if you if you need to keep something cool you got to bring in ice packs they said you can put a or I'm assuming you can put maybe ice inside of Ziploc baggies because then it's not loose; it's contained inside a bag. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, and I mean, they, yeah, they, I'm not sure what the what their issue on it is. I don't know right. if people are dumping it places that they don't want it dumped. Um, maybe you know. I did read, I did read some on Facebook that someone had their stuff damaged in one of the lockers. Someone put a small cooler in a locker above them. Um, and the ice melted and then somehow leaked out and then leaked down into theirs. So okay, I've never had that happen. I've never seen somebody put a cooler in there. It, it wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a very big cooler. I mean, even in one of the big lockers. No, I mean, it so, would have to be something like those, like soft walled, you know, right. almost like insulated lunch bag type of thing. Right. So, so measure your stroller, uh, leave your cigarettes at home and, uh, don't bring in loose. It says dry ice also. Yeah. So no loose or dry ice. Uh, so, and obviously if, you know, things may come out later or closer to May 1st, people get reminders, but you can always check out the Disney website. And if you have questions, that would be the place I would look before I, I did anything before I go to Facebook and try to find answers. I would look on the Disney website, but yeah, I, I would always go to, and I, I'm a lot of, I'm on a lot of Disney groups on Facebook and things, and I see people asking questions on there all, all the time. And a lot of these questions, especially when it comes to policies or guidelines or things like that, can easily be found on the Disneyland website. 
Right. And I would always right. try to get your information from Disneyland directly or any Disney park that you're going to and curious about. I would always go to their website, call or, or call one of their representatives. Call them. Yeah. I mean, it would be, always be best to get your information directly from the parks um, because then you're not going to have any issues. You don't want to necessarily go with someone's word off of Facebook and, you know, because you just don't know how reliable the information is no matter, you know, even if they gave you that information on good intentions. Right. And apparently looking at this a little more carefully, the smoking and strollers May 1st, the the ice thing started March 28th, the day that this article came out. So, okay. Interesting. Uh, I, no, I don't know if that makes a difference or not, but I just, I, I just saw that. So, yeah, I, I think that one's not going to be a big issue for people. Cause like I said, I don't yeah. see very many people bringing things that they want to keep cold, you know? Right. Right. I can't bring loose ice. I am not going to Disneyland. Well, Forget that. No, <laughs> that'll be all of three people less we had to deal with in the summer. I guess. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that that's enough about strollers and smoking and ice. So, <laughs> <laughs> so something I wanted to bring up and talk about is Avengers Endgame. I am. I'm very excited for this movie. I'm. I'm beyond excited for this movie. I'm trying to. Just I can't wait for this movie that comes out on April 26th, April 26th. And I already have my tickets for this movie. I bought them in advance in their pre-sale release. So I'm going on opening day, opening night, April 26th, which is that Friday, even though the you're technically there will be showings on Thursday, the 25th, Thursday night. Um, I will be going Friday, the 26th. And so, like I said, I bought my tickets in advance when they were announced um, last Tuesday, a week from when you'll be hearing this podcast. Um, and what's crazy about it is Avengers Endgame, this movie has not been released in theaters yet and it is already breaking records which is crazy that's i mean it blows my mind that this movie is already just checking things off the list and it hasn't even hit theaters yet so one of those things that is checked off its list is the number of tickets that have been pre pre-purchased during um during 24 during its first 24 hours when tickets have been on pre-sale and it, the previous holder for that record of number of tickets purchased within the first 24 hours of its pre-sale period was previously held by uh, star wars the force awakens so that, that would be star wars episode 7 avengers endgame broke that 24 hour record in six hours on its first day so what it took Star Wars Episode Seven to do in seven in twenty four hours, Avengers Endgame did it in six, which I think that's pretty cool. So another record that Avengers Endgame has already broken before its official release in theaters is the amount of people, the amount of views of its first trailer in the first twenty four hours after that trailer was released. Within the first 24 hours of the December 7th, 2018 Avengers Endgame trailer, 
which was the first trailer we received for Avengers Endgame, it received 289 million views within its first 24 hours. The second trailer that we received for Endgame received 268 million views, which puts it in the number two spot for most views in 24 hours. So I think that's just a testament of how many people are excited for this movie, how many people want to see the conclusion of this giant saga of what will be 22 movies when Avengers Endgame is released, how everything kind of wraps up what the end all story is going to be and how we're going to move on in the MCU going forward after Endgame. Well, I already made, I think what last episode to No, I think when we, when we talked about Captain Marvel, I made my prediction of what I thought opening weekend for Endgame was. Um, and I said that it would, it would break 300 million, which I believe would be a record. Um, for the highest grossing, um, uh, just, just in the, in, in the States. Um, and if I'm looking at this, right. Avengers infinity war opening weekend, three day total was 257 million. So, uh, I'm okay. guessing end game is gonna break that 300, uh, million mark. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, they've already they they've already got your money. I will so. definitely be <laughs> They've already got my money. So, right. I've already given it to them. So they can already start calculating yeah. it. It's crazy. Um like I said, I'll be there Friday the 26th and I am I'm pumped. I'm going at like I think it's like 10:20, 10:40 at night. Though, so you're not getting home till like two or three in the morning. Yeah, which is the next thing I want to bring up is the other record that this movie has broken is the official runtime of Avengers Endgame clocks in at three hours and two minutes, which officially makes it the longest MCU uh, runtime. So in 22 movies, this movie is the longest. That is a long time. There's there's not going to be an intermission or anything, is there? No, I, I don't know if I talked about it on here or not, um, but there were rumors going around several months ago that the Russo brothers and the editing team and all that were playing around with the idea of of creating an intermission for this movie. Um, and I, so I don't know what all goes into that and, you know, if, if theaters have to approve it or, right. or or what, but I do know that there were rumors going around saying that they were playing around with the idea of having an intermission for this movie because it's so long. But I also heard that they showed the movie to test audiences and the test audiences reportedly were saying that even if, you know, they would not have wanted an intermission. They just, okay. they wanted to sit there and they wanted to buckle down and they wanted to just watch the whole thing. Don't drink too much soda before that movie well, starts. And that's, that's the thing. <laughs> is I talked about this with with my roommate. There's something about going to the movies that makes you have to pee norm than you normally would. I usually never have to pee that bad after two hours of not peeing. But I go to a movie, and I don't pee for two hours, and by the time that movie's over, I'm about to burst. 
Right. And then, you know, you're going to have to wait through all the credits. Oh, I know. Oh, so, so that's the worst when you have to go pee and you know, something's coming up. You don't want to leave. No. And yeah. So bring an empty water bottle. I don't know. Do what you got to do. I think everyone's going to understand. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I had, I had, (laughs) I had heard that rumor also about, uh, about the possible intermission, but then, then I never heard anything about it. So, um, I know made me think of an episode. I don't know if you watch big bang theory. Um, I don't have the access to it right now, but I have watched it. Uh, okay. It is one of my favorite shows. I wish I could watch it more than I do. Well, there's a, there's an episode where I think they're going to see a, like a release of Indiana Jones. And, uh, they were talking about going to the bathroom and how Howard actually had like a bag attached to his leg that he could just pee in. So he didn't have to get up. I was thinking maybe that might be a good idea. Yeah, just I don't know. <laughs> go to the hospital, have them insert like a catheter or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know about all that. So, <laughs> so yeah. Um, so, yeah, definitely a lot of records being broken. And I'm sure it's not going to be the end of the records. So, no. Um, oh, no. Yeah. I mean, I, even if they, if, even if they don't break my predicted 300 million mark, I think they'll do better than 257. So, yeah. I, I'm very excited to see how this movie performs and, I was thinking about it. This is kind of unrelated, but I was thinking about it when I was talking about uh, ticket sales um, and, you know, the difference between like national sales and global sales and, and that, this, that, this and that. And just kind of like a fun tidbit, I guess. Um, my ticket sales for Spider Man Homecoming. No. Not Spider-Man Homecoming. Homecoming. Yeah, is it Spider-Man Homecoming? Is that the first one? I, I yes, I'm the is. wrong. I'm the wrong person to ask. <laughs> Spider-Man <laughs> Homecoming, because Far From Home comes out this summer. So Spider-Man Homecoming. My ticket sales were part of the international number, not the national number. Oh, uh, okay. Because I saw that movie when I was in the Philippines. Oh, okay. Okay, I see. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I was looking up some biggest worldwide openings, and Aven- it looks like Avengers: Infinity War was number one with six hundred and forty million worldwide. So that's it. Yeah, that's what no, that's, they had more than that. Six hundred forty million worldwide. That would be oh, just in the opening weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Opening oh, okay. weekend, first three days. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they made it more than that overall. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Speaking and of that, which, that edged out. Go ahead. No, what were you going to say? Oh, that edged out uh, the fate of the furious. Oh, for I've never num- seen any of those movies. Oh, okay. I've seen them all. So <laughs> <laughs> I think they're trying to go for like the 22 movies or something too. Oh, Maybe. So yeah. Good. Yeah. I think they're, what are they on nine now? I think they're oh, doing nine. See, and this is where you're getting to the wrong person. to ask. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead. What were you going to say? I was just going to say um, it was confirmed this week or announced this last week that Captain Marvel hit the 1 billion mark in I did global see that. sales. Yeah. I so did see that. I just think that's that's pretty impressive. I know there were a lot of things going around before the movie came come out saying that it wasn't going to perform well or right. this or that. There were a bunch of things going around about it that I don't really want to get into, but it – I think it's surpassed a lot of people's expectations and it's, it's reached over 1 billion globally. Yeah. I did mention in the beginning with my, we'll call it my Marvel movie marathon 
that I wasn't going to see Captain Marvel again, but I, I probably will because my daughter didn't get to see it and she wants to go see it. So I might have to take her to go see it before Endgame. Yeah, you're going to want to so, do that before Endgame. Yeah, yeah. So I'll I'll end up seeing it twice. Give them a little more of my money. <laughs> so so speaking of movies, it, was that it for, uh, for your Endgame records? Yes, that would be it. All right, I didn't want to for catch now that until it's released. For now, until it's released, and then we'll have a whole brand new batch of uh, records to talk about. Uh, so, our main topic tonight: we wanted to talk about the latest Disney movie that came out, Dumbo, which has been out what two weeks now. Um. Yeah, it came out the end. Uh, shoot, when did it come out? Is it? I think it was just last weekend, wasn't it? I think it's just been barely this, over a week. Well, this is the second weekend that it's been out. It yes. opened last weekend. So, yes. Uh, so yeah, a week, but two, two full, two full weekends. Yes. Um, I know we didn't get to go see it last weekend. I know I saw it yesterday. I think you saw it yesterday also. I saw it yesterday also. Okay. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about the box office there. I know in the first week that it was released, it was the number one movie, uh, making about 45 million went with, which when we're talking about like the Avengers and Captain Marvel, it doesn't seem like that much. Uh, if anybody wants to give me 45 million though, I'll take it. Um, I'd be happy to. So it was the number one movie. Uh, second weekend, it did drop down to number three, made quite a bit less, 18 million. And I'm pretty sure Shazam was number one. And I'm not sure what came in at number two. Um, I think it was Pet Cemetery. It was number two. So, oh yeah, yeah, that was released this weekend also. Yeah, so it dropped down to to number three. Um, so it's made to date. Was that like seventy something? Yeah, yeah. Um, Which so, I can definitely see why this weekend it did fall to number three. I can I can right. definitely see why Shazam yeah. and Pet Cemetery rised above. Right, if they were expecting it to be number one for two weeks, I don't. I think that was lofty expectations. Um, yeah. I think so. So, uh, so we got to see it. Uh, we'll share a little bit about our thoughts, what we liked, what we didn't like. There could be some spoilers, so I will uh, include that in the show notes. Um, if there is any spoilers, um, we'll see. Maybe there won't be. Uh, so I don't know if you wanted me to talk about it first, or if you wanted to share your thoughts. Um. Yeah. Tell me what you got. All right. Well, so going into, oh, go ahead. Oh, you you might have been about to say what I was going to okay. tell you to say. So just say it. Okay. If not, you can ask me later. Okay. Uh, going into it, well, prior prior to going, I did I did rewatch the animated version. Um, uh, that's exactly what I was going to say. Okay. Yeah, I did yeah. I did re, re rewatch it, which it had been a little while since I had watched it, and I did not realize that the animated version was so short. I want to say How- it was sixty four minutes. Is that it? Yeah, um, 64 or 68. I'm pretty sure it's 64, though. So just over an hour, um, which I, I didn't I didn't remember that. And I think I, I think I looked it up, and I think it said it was the shortest Disney animated feature film. Um, really? Which I wouldn't be surprised, being only 64 minutes. So, uh, And I knew going into it that it was going to be a different story the animated versus the live action. And I, I, I had high expectations for the animated. Uh, 
which going into Captain Marvel, I guess my expectations were lower and I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, going into Dumbo, they were high. Um, you know, Tim Burton directed. I'm a fan of some of his movies. Some of them kind of weird. Uh, I did know going into it, it was going to be a little darker from what I heard than the animated version. Um, enjoyable, but definitely not what I expected. Um, I'm not going to say that I hated it. I just, uh, it was, it wasn't what I expected. Uh, and I honestly couldn't tell you what I expected. I expected more. I expected, you know, it was kind of, to me, kind of slow. Not a lot of, not a lot of action, uh, as far as on the screen. I don't, I don't know if that makes sense to you. Um, I, I had a hard time getting into it when I was watching it. There was some stuff I liked, uh, you know, there was, I guess this would be the spoiler part. So I will, I will definitely warn people. Uh, but there was, I, I caught quite a few references to the original. Um, at the beginning when the train, Casey Jr. Obviously was one of them. Um, it's the name of the train. Um, you know, they did the song. Um, another one I saw was, uh, that I, that I really liked was the, when they had the uh, the the elephants with the uh, that were the bubbles, um, oh, the pink elephants, the pink elephants, obviously pink elephants on parade. Yeah, uh, different than the animated version because um, you know D- Dumbo falls in that 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 thing that they thought was water, but he actually got drunk, and uh, then yeah, they see all the pink elephants, and this one it was a little different because uh, they were part of the show. Um, which I thought was very cool the, the different ele- elephants farming from the bubbles. And uh, there was no Timothy mouse per se, I guess, Timothy, uh, the, his role in the animated version was taken by the, the, the two kids. They were the, they're the ones trying to get Dumbo to do the things. Uh, and I, I don't want to you know, bash any actors cause they, they do a great job. I, it's not something I can do, but I just couldn't get into the, the girl. I, f- I forgot what her name was. The little girl. Um, that's funny. I don't, I don't know if I can tell you what her name was either. Yeah. I don't remember what her name was. Obviously her last name was farrier. She was one of the kids, uh, of the, one of the main characters, Holt farrier, which was the dad, which was played by Colin Farrell. Uh, there was so- just something about her, her lines it, it just didn't seem to flow right and uh i was watching mary poppins returns today and those two kids in that that movie it seemed like they were they were a lot better not not necessarily comparing the two but the way they the way they did their lines where they interacted with the other actors and it just didn't seem like it 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 flowed with her uh like almost her 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 scenes or her her talking seemed forced. I don't know. Uh, it just it kind of when she came on, I was like, oh my goodness, here she comes again. Uh, and I you know I don't want to I don't want to berate a little kid or anything like that. It's not like that, but it just oh. it it just didn't feel right to me for for some reason. Uh, I did notice the uh, I don't know if you saw it, the stork. Obviously, the stork didn't directly deliver Dumbo, oh, but no, I. I did see that though. I thought that I liked that touch. Right. Right. When she was in, she was in the, the train car and the stork landed on the fence. So you, it kind of, you kind of knew, Hey, you know, he's here. Uh, 
Yeah, and then yeah. the next morning when they're checking on the elephants, the Dumbo's there. Right, right, right. Yeah. So um, I like that part. Obviously, they got the magic feather. You know, it's given to them by the kids and not by uh, Timothy. Um, and then he does just doesn't hold it, but you know he sucks it in, and then, uh, yeah, then he can then he can fly or whatever. But so those are some of the things that I saw that reminded me of oh the his first performance with the clowns. Yeah, you know, they had his face painted up like a clown. Right. I'm pretty sure that scene was almost directly from the animated one as far as what happened with the other clowns and the going up you know besides the 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 dad being there and the two the the two kids i want to say they they looked very very similar um and him going up and you know trying to put out the fire uh yeah i'm 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 not surprised if it's right pretty close and then um obviously one of the big musical numbers in the animated uh when i see an elephant fly there was no crows in this one uh but they did uh, the announcer, uh, which was the 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 boxing ring announcer. I forgot his name, but you know, oh. he, you know, <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I couldn't tell uh, you what his name is because oh, it's not at all my sport. It's right, but... uh, Michael Michael Buffer. That's his name. Okay, so I, is it actually him though? Because that's one thing I was wondering. Is it like, is it yeah, this I, guy that... no, I think it's actually him. I'll have to look yeah, in the. I mean, it sounded spot right. on. So he uh, he makes a reference to seeing a dragonfly, a horsefly, a housefly, uh, and then he says something about when I uh, be an, an elephant flying. So obviously yeah. that was a that was in reference to the first one. Um, I just I I couldn't help but laugh to myself and he's, right. he's just like you've never seen an elephant fly. Right. Let's right. get ready for Dumbo. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm pretty sure that's the same guy. Uh, yeah. I sound- have to research that. So yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was because it sounded just like him. Right. So those were some, those are the, you know, I, I obviously being a fan of the animated version, those, I liked the, it, they kind of, it was a totally, you know, different story and all that. Um, and, uh, but they, but they, they paid some respects to the, to the animated one in the live version. And then the ending's different, obviously. Um, Cause in the, in the live action one, the one we just saw, they, the, uh, they're, they're reunited just like they were in the animated, but then they get taken to, I don't know, where was that Africa or something? I would you know, assume back, back to the wild, back to, uh, back to other elephants. And then you see, you see Dumbo flying, flying around. Um, so, you know, that part was different, but, um, not, not my favorite live action, whether it be a reimagining or a uh, or a recreation of you know yeah Beauty and the Beast, Cinderella, all of them. Not my favorite of the live action ones, but you know, not wasn't a bad time. I I don't know if I was expecting too much. Maybe I went into it uh, because Dumbo to me is such a classic. Um, I know I've talked to some people that were upset that Dumbo was being remade or re, you know reimagined whatever you want to call it um so yeah but at, at this point i think it's just something that we're gonna have to expect i th- right. i i would imagine that they're gonna remake a lot of their animated ones yeah yeah and now obviously i've got high hopes for lion king and aladdin i don't think those are gonna let me down um dumbo did a little 
Uh, I just, I, I came out and the people that I went with, uh, you know, what'd you think? And I was, it, it was hard to put it into words at first. Um, yeah, I was Were like, you hey. the only one that was somewhat disappointed or somewhat not? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, because my, I, I, one of my wife's favorite Disney movies is, is the animated Dumbo. And she was one of the ones that when, you know, I told her, Hey, you know, they're redoing Dumbo. Uh, she wasn't happy about it. She's like, they're going to ruin Dumbo. Um, they didn't ruin Dumbo. She actually enjoyed it more than I, she went in with very low expectations and she liked it. You know, I went in with higher and was a little disappointed. I had talked to some people who had seen it the first weekend, uh, some, you know, friends of mine, friends at work. And, you know, they're like, Oh yeah. Our, my wife, you know, she, she cried, bring, bring tissues. And we came out and, uh, my little, my eight-year-old daughter, she was like, Hey dad, at least we didn't need tissues. So <laughs> uh, I don't know if I, you know, if I wanted, or if I was expecting going into Dumbo, walking out with tears in my eyes or not. Cause you know, it happens some, some movies. I'm not, I'm, I'm man enough to admit that, but uh, I didn't, I didn't have that. And uh, so, yeah, I, I'll, I'll buy it when it comes out. Cause it, I'll add it to my Disney collection, but um yeah, it was, it wasn't, I'll just say it wasn't what I, wasn't what I was hoping for and expecting. Um, but, you know, don't let that determine whether you go see it or not. Go see it. Uh, Disney needs more money anyways. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so, so you and I have not before, before this moment right now, we have not talk to each other about we, what we thought about this movie no no when when i when i texted you had you seen it or you said i texted you and you said i just got out i was like don't tell me anything yeah. i don't want to know and i'm not going to tell you anything until we record so yeah so this is this is the first time i'm hearing your your thoughts and your opinions about the movie and right. i'm i'm honestly very surprised that we are not on the same page okay um i so I'm just kind of flipped with you. I went into this, into this movie with low expectations and I came out pleasantly surprised. Um, I really liked the daughter, the young girl. Really? Yeah. Yeah. There was just some yeah. lines. I just couldn't, uh, like, like one of them when she, when she said something about we're all family here or something like that, or, yeah, uh, when even he, when she brings the mice, the into mice, Dumbo. which I thought that was cool with the one little mouse that was dressed up. He was dressed like Timothy, so that you know, little little tribute. I, yeah, to I Timothy. think that was like his that their little callback to Timothy, right, right. And that that I liked. It was just something. No matter how small, I, it just something about the way she presented the lines. And I don't want to, don't think I'm bashing the little girl because I don't. She's a little girl. Uh, it just I don't know. It, Maybe I'll have to watch it again and pinpoint what, what it was, but sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, you're good. I just, I don't know. So it's, it's interesting because I actually liked her. So I don't know. I have this thing and see so you're, you're, you're bashing little girls. I'm going to, I'm going to bash little boys. Okay. <laughs> I, I have this thing with young actors, ch child actors, male child actors. I hate them. It's very, 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 very rare that I find a young child male actor that I like. I just think they're, they're just super cheesy. They just, I can't take them seriously. Okay. And, and I granted this boy in this movie is, you know, two, three years younger than the girl is. Right. 
um, in real life and in the movie. He's just a younger person, right? Right, right. Yeah, he was the little brother. Yeah. And so naturally she's going to be older if she has more experience in acting. She's going to be a little better, what have you. But I just, oh, I couldn't stand the little boy. I just, I, I couldn't do it. So naturally I gra- gravitated towards the girl. I just, I thought she was much better. I thought she did a much better job. Um, but I liked her. I liked how she, she just seemed very grounded to me. And I liked that. Okay. Um, well, I looked up her t- name. Her name in the movie was Millie, Millie, uh, Millie Farrier. Oh yeah. I they mentioned that like a couple of times. Yeah. The little brother who I think was Joe. So I think it was Joe. Okay. Which I don't know. Joe's such a weird name, but sorry. <laughs> sorry if anyone out there is named Joe. <laughs> um, so Millie, um, I think obviously the, the, you know, maybe a spoiler, but the mother, their mother died of the flu. Right. While right. the father Holt was at war at war in the beginning fighting. of the movie, he's coming back from war, back to the circus life. Right. And while he was away, the mother died. Um, she was older. She spent more time with the mother, she was a little more impacted by the loss of their mother. Um, and I just, I felt like it made her really more grounded, um, kind of changed her perspective on things. And she didn't want to be known for a circus act. She wanted to be known for her mind and what she was, what she could do, you know, her capabilities with her, her mind, you know, and I don't know. I just, I liked her and it's funny how you mentioned that you liked the kids from Mary Poppins returns better than the kids in this movie. Right. I hated the kids (laughs) in Mary Poppins returns hated them. They were the worst part of the movie. Right. Um, Well now, now, now that I I'm, I'm I'm looking up some stuff. Apparently that was, it was her acting debut. So, uh, the girl. Okay. So, um, Maybe she'll get better for me. I don't know. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I liked her. I thought she was cute. You know, she was trying to help Dumbo. And I don't know. I liked the character. Um, but moving on from that, um, I was hoping, one of the things I was disappointed with was I was hoping that there would be more music in the movie. Yeah. Um. Baby Mine, the song Baby Mine is a really big part of every trailer that they put out, right? Right. Um, You get like two lines of one of the circus members singing the song around a campfire, and that's all you get of Baby Mine until they roll the credits at the end of the film, and then it's playing while the credits roll. Um, I was hoping to get more of of Baby Mine. Um, But so I I was a little disappointed with that. Right. Yeah, I did read somewhere that it wasn't it wasn't gonna be as musical as some of the you know, obviously Beauty and the Beast had tons of songs. Um yeah. That Dumbo wasn't gonna be as musical. And I don't know if that's a Tim Burton thing or um I don't know. But I yeah, know, because I well, expected Tim more Burton of that did song. Nightmare before Christmas and that's a musical. That's that's true, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Um maybe it just didn't fit with this one for him. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I also didn't think that this movie was all that dark. I thought it would be much darker. Much darker, yeah. Maybe like For, at the end that uh, Dumbo and his mom are not reunited. You know, maybe 
Yeah, so, you know, something happens to her. So uh, yeah, like I don't know, right? Because typically that's just kind of what Tim Burton is yeah. known for. Right? I did, I did like how Dumbo got his name in this one, because it, it said uh, he when he came in for that for the sh- uh, I think as the as the client or he came in as a baby. Like he, well, because they were trying to they hide, hide his ears. yeah, hide, hide the ears, and he had like so they had like a bar. they had a baby bonnet on right, him. and on the thing on the what I guess it was a rolling crib maybe, yeah, um, it said something like it said jumbo. Well, the J fell off and the D from the top flipped down, so it I made it, it look said like, like it said like dear baby jumbo, maybe yeah yeah, but the the J the J fell off and the D flipped down and then it became Dumbo. So and the yeah. crowd saw that one. So, um, I did like that part, but, um, yeah, so I, I thought it would be darker. I am not, um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. I was neither disappointed or excited about the fact that it was or wasn't dark, you know? Um, I, I kind of thought it could go either way, um, it just it it's very different from Tim Burton's other films, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, um, I liked I liked the incorporation of the Casey Junior song in the beginning when you're kind of getting the shots of the train right. coming through. And right. they did they did do I forgot they did do the map at the beginning, like the map of Florida, and then it shows that the, in the animated. That, that's in well? the that's in the animated one too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, it's animated, but they they do show it going up Florida. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't remember. I don't think they had it taken it all the way to like you know because they 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 took it west. I yeah. think it. I think it. St- I think it panned in or stopped before I got that far. But you know they they did have that in the beginning. So okay. Um, what did you think about Danny DeVito and um, Michael Keaton? Because I uh, I see I saw things online saying that people were really disappointed with their characters. Yeah, it, they, nothing. I wasn't disappointed, but nothing excited. Uh, uh-huh. I I actually liked Alan Arkin's character. He was the banker. Uh, is that what his and, name is? I wasn't yeah. expecting him to be in the movie. I was yeah, surprised by that. He, I mean, he didn't have a lot of lines, but you know he he had some. You know, they were they were kind of little little humorous. Um, yeah. Yeah. Michael Keaton, um, now obviously he played kind of the villain guy. Uh, he owned was it Dreamland? Dreamland. Yeah, tried to buy Dumbo, or did buy? You know, did eventually get him. Lost him, you know, at the end. But yeah, well, he uh, bought the whole the whole troop. Yeah, the whole troop, the whole yeah. circus that Dumbo was in. Right, and then I thought that was kind of shady. And then they were then he then he fired them all, and you know, Danny DeVito. Uh, was in that in the room with him he's like i just said i would hire him i didn't say for how long yeah so he hired him and fired him just to get dumbo um yeah i i I didn't mind michael keaton's character danny i i liked him i mean i like both the actors um Mm -hmm. but it wasn't to me nothing spectacular um so I, i i kept getting a weird vibe from from Michael Keaton's character, the right. the creator, the owner of Dreamland. Dreamland, and I don't know. I just the whole time I I'd look at him and his whole Dreamland thing. I'm like, man, this is like 
parallel universe like evil Walt Disney. Right. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, it was modeled. They said it was modeled after a couple circuses and then a little bit, uh, yeah, some aspects of Disneyland. Okay, because uh, when they would have like the some of like the higher shots kind of looking at at Dreamland or just being in Dreamland and you can see some other things in the background. Did you notice the um it looks like the freaking jumping jellyfish, but they're hot air balloons? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I saw I don't, that. I'm like, I don't know totally... if that was uh, yeah, I didn't know if that was on purpose. I just saw the thing that looked like a double Ferris wheel and I said, No, I wouldn't go on that. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna have to tell you know, I was like, yeah. ask Jason if you saw that. It's like, yeah, how'd you like to ride on that thing? No, no way. Yeah, because it's <laughs> I, I forgot where where I read it, but it, it said something like it was uh let me see if I can find it real quick while I'm talking. It said something to the effect of it was yeah modeled after some circuses different circuses and um with a little aspect of um disney yeah. i says there was one says the amusement park in the film has an exhibit about what the future would be like and that's a reference to disney's disney world's carousel of progress okay and see and i don't did you think that when you saw it because i yeah i did i did where i yeah, I forgot about that till, till I just read it. But yeah, yeah I uh, what was it called in the movie? The uh, like Wonders of Science or whatever, something like that. Yeah, and the, that's where I figured that when the girl ran away, I figured I, I said to myself, "You need to go look over there because that's where she's at." So yeah, um, and I can't find that thing that I saw. But but when she's in there and she's looking at like the different scenes in there, it totally like you know you had like the the home of the future in there or whatever, right? Right. And yeah. Just yeah. some of the scenes in there looked very much like what you'd get in Carousel of Progress. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I did notice that and I can't find it. So I don't, yeah, I don't want to quote it the wrong way, but it was something to the effect of it was, it had aspects of certain circuses or different circuses. And then a little bit of the, of like Disneyland, as far as being modeled after, I, not exactly like it, but no, very loosely. Right. Um, right. And obviously it's a Disney movie. It's, and it's called Dreamland, not Disneyland. You know, it had the land in it. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, so that's that was my I don't know that was my thoughts on Dumbo, um, and uh, I was talking to my I think I was my wife about it and I told her that we were going to talk about it on the episode tonight and she's like, are you going to tell the truth or are you going to say that you loved it? <laughs> I was like, no, I'll, I'll tell the truth. It wasn't it wasn't my favorite movie uh, like we were talking about earlier uh, i said the yeah. last 10 years and then i said well i can narrow it down to the last year and you said well maybe not even this year so uh, right no it's definitely you know not my favorite movie even even that i've seen right out of 2019 i enjoyed it um i don't know if it'll be one that i go and buy when it comes out on dvd right but I mean, i'm not disappointed that i spent ten dollars and went and saw it right and that's i'm for i mean I don't want to. I, I didn't mean unfortunately, but I will. I will buy it because uh, I absolutely. I'm going to spend my hard-earned money. Yeah, on this movie. Because I wasn't a very big fan of Wrinkle in Time, but I oh, bought it because no. I added it to my collection. So uh, see, I'm I'm not going to buy a movie. I'm never going to watch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because someday I may watch it. Again. Who knows? Uh, you won't. You I gotta. Won't. I gotta have it. So I'm as I'm recording. I'm sitting here looking at my movies and be like, yeah, I'll 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 add it. So. There's so many more I need to buy, but 
oh i you keep asking me hey do you have this movie hey do right. you have this movie and yeah I, was like, no, I think i texted no. you do you do you have dumbo because i was gonna i was gonna tell you i was watching it no i don't have dumbo now i i did uh I do need to go. I don't know if it should be out on Blu-ray somewhere, but the copy I watched was a DVD version from 2006. So uh, it's been a while. I probably watched it when we first bought it and I haven't watched it since. So I have very few of the animated classics that I personally own myself. Right. I know I have jungle book. Okay. Um, I know I have that one. Well, just looking because I'm I'm kind of sitting far away from them, but right now I can see. I mean, I see Lady and the Tramp, Bambi, Snow White, Peter Pan, Lion King, Pinocchio, Cinderella. I mean, there's Chicken Little, there's Lilo and Stitch, the Aristocats, Milan, um, Home on the Range. Oh, oh man, uh, I hated that one. <laughs> Atlantis, that one Treasure Island. Did I say Beauty and the Beast already? There's Beauty and the Beast. And then we got some sequels too. I can see Cinderella two, Cinderella three. Um, you know, so we've got quite a few. That I know. I think we talked about it before. There's a few that I'm missing that I realized that I got to go buy. Uh, then we got Harrison Pixar. We got Ratatouille, Up, uh, Monsters Inc., Toy Story one, two, and three. So, yeah, I'll yeah, buy I have them. Just more to of the Pixar movies but i think the only like animated disney one that i personally own is like jungle book and i think i just bought it because it came with the new jungle book oh okay so you so, like, you didn't like of jungle, you jungle don't book? like home on the range no i don't like that because i'm looking for some birthday birthday gift ideas for you <laughs> no. i'll just send you home on the range you uh, can send me some of the others <laughs> yeah because no, i mean I used to have a lot of the or animated classics on VHS. Uh, right. And then, I don't know, we got rid of them all at one point. For some reason, my mom got rid of them all, all the VHS. And she's like, you're not going to, you know, nobody uses VHS anymore. Got, got rid of them, gave me like Goodwill or something. Right. Somebody bought them. Somebody bought them. Yeah. And they're going to be worth a lot one day. Maybe. But. Yeah. Um, and then after that, you know, I just, I lived with people that had, had them and it's like, well, I have access to them. I don't want to go and buy them. So now that I'm actually out on my own, um, obviously now I'm paying more for, to, to survive. So I'm not just spending money on DVDs anymore, but so my, my collection is, is just kind of getting started. Okay. All right. Um, So that's really all I got to say about Dumbo. I mean, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. Um, and if you would, if you haven't seen it and check it out or you've seen it and you want to share your thoughts on it, I mean, Cody and I would love to hear them. Uh, send us an email at talking Disney podcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you want us to share some of your thoughts on our future episodes, uh, just let us know, uh, you can share this, or if you don't want us to share it, just let us know, Hey, keep this to yourselves. I just wanted to share it. Um, I think. I think it'd be interesting to see what other people think. Um, yeah, because obviously you and I had very different opinions, so it'd be right. interesting to see uh, what other people's opinions of it are. Yeah, and I, I, I had some texts. I can't find them now, but there was some uh, some stuff I saw floating around Twitter. I saw I saw a lot of uh, a lot of actually positive uh, positive tweets 
about it from pe- people who have seen it. I did see one. I think I was telling you, you said it's the best Disney movie I've seen in 10 years. That's where we got on the discussion about 10 years, five years and one year. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if he was, you know, what he's been smoking or, but I don't, I don't think there's many people out there that would say it was the best Disney movie in 10 years. Yeah. Uh, you know, de- best Disney movie that's come out in the last two weeks. <laughs> uh, as we get ready to, to get into, well, we're, we're in April. The next two coming out would be Penguins, which is the Disney nature movie, which I, I love the Disney nature movie. So I'll go see Penguins, see what, see what Steve has going on. Uh, and then Avengers Endgame. So uh, those are my next couple weeks of movies that I'm watching. Yeah. It's not Disney related, but I think I'm also going to go see, try to see Shazam. Yeah, uh, which my daughter uh, wants to go see there, it. There's so. a bunch of stuff going on with Shazam too, because that would be the second technically Captain Marvel movie that we've gotten in a month. Yeah, I mean everything I've um, everything I've read, it's hilarious. So I, I'll that's go. what I'm hearing. I, I'm hearing that it has a really really high critic score yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, and then for people that don't know, when I said like the second Captain Marvel movie that we've gotten in the last month, so obviously we had Marvel's Captain Marvel movie that came out in March. Um, this movie is a DC comics movie. It's called Shazam. Um, but the character has, has been, has come to be known as Shazam because of some, disputes and um copyright issues and stuff like that but the character was originally called captain marvel when the comic book was first created by dc comics um and then it went through a bunch of stuff and now the character is just known as shazam and so therefore the movie is called shazam but um, yeah, for any comic people out there comic book people out there they they will know that it's technically another captain marvel movie too confusing so to me i'll just stick to i'll just stick to my marvel movie marathon and not worry yeah, about all you that just stuff. stick to that yeah yeah <laughs> i have noticed have time to be watching other stuff yeah i have noticed i mean you you know that i'm not a big superhero movie guy and i i uh, i haven't seen a lot of the dc stuff i we did watch aquaman the other day uh my wife bought it for the kids in i thought it was good a good movie but i'm i don't think i'm going to get into if I if I do get into Marvel, like I think I might after watching all twenty two of them, uh, uh, I don't think I'll be getting into DC that much. So, and uh, I'm for my for my Marvel Marvel movie marathon. I should start a blog, Marvel movie marathon or something. But uh, I'm I'm interested in all the end scenes. Uh, so I'm I'm going through mm-hmm. the movies because some of them I've seen. I've seen. I'm, I'm I'm realizing now that I've seen probably sixty to 70 percent of them. Um, just not in an order or not in the theater. Um, you know, I'll watch them when, if the kids buy them or if on, uh, Netflix or something. So, uh, we'll see, we'll see how, how, how it goes, but that's all, that's all I got on Dumbo. Um, I don't know if I had to, if I had to give it, uh, out of five, uh, a ranking, I'll probably give it a three, uh, just above average, I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, you probably giving it a high four. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd give it a 4.5. No, I wouldn't go that high. No. Cause if, if, if it's only out of five, then five's dang perfect. perfect. Yeah. Um, 
I I mean, it, I I it was good. I enjoyed it. Like I said, I don't know if I would go and and buy it in a few months when it comes out on video. Um, I don't know. I'd give it like a three and a half. You know, it was good. I enjoyed it, but you know, one time might be good enough for me. Right. You know? Okay. So yeah, that's all we got on Dumbo. Go see it. Let us know. Uh, give Dis- give Disney your money. Yeah. They need it. They need it. Yeah. All right. So before we get to our review on iTunes and some emails that we uh, received, I wanted to uh, try something new that maybe if it if it if it works out if it's fun we can we can do it each week. One of my favorite books in my Disney library is Dave Smith's Disney A to Z, the official encyclopedia. Um, and for those of you who follow Disney or listen to our show, you know Dave Smith passed away a little while ago. So um, I pull this book out. I mean, I would say almost daily uh, in whatever research I'm doing, whether I'm looking up stuff about a movie, an actor, a ride, uh, whatever it may be, Disney re- re- related. I like to, I, I like to look it up in this book before I look it up anywhere else. Uh, so, and I thought each week we'd share just a random entry, um, totally random. We'll, we'll uh, choose a page number and then um, an entry number. And I will let uh, Cody choose the entry number he doesn't have this book sitting in front of him so there's really no way uh, he can look at what we're what we're going to talk about it's all random all right so this week let's see what random page is going to pop up all right looks like page 94 so let me open the book turn to page 94 I'm actually opening it now, page 89, 91, 92, 93, 94. All right, Cody. Uh, there looks like there are 12 entries on this page. Which one do you want me to read? Number seven. Seven. All right. All right. Boys, it's uh, it's a TV, it looks like TV show called The Boys of the Western Sea. It was a serial on the Mickey Mouse Club during the 1956 and 1957 season. Life in a small fishing village in Norway where the children have to help out. Some of the Mouseketeers joined other actors in dubbing the Norwegian voices into English. It stars Gjeld Bentzen. I know I messed up that name. And I'm going to mess up all these names. They're all Norwegian. Anne Greet uh, Hilding, Lars Henning Jensen, Nettie Hodge Hansen. Uh, voices include Richard Bamer, Paul Fries. Billy Bletcher, Herb Vigran, Mary Lee Hobb, Tommy Kirk, Bobby Burgess, Lonnie Burr, and Tommy Cole, Kevin Corcoran, and David Stollery. And it was uh, it was only eight eight episodes, so it didn't last that long. Uh, some of the I recognize some of those names in there: Paul Fries, uh, Kevin Corcoran, uh, but many of them I do not. So that's interesting. The Boys of the Western Sea. Have you have you seen any of those anywhere? No, I don't even think I've heard of it before. No, never. So this week I'll probably uh, I'll probably open up YouTube and see if I can find any of those episodes and check them out. So that is our random entry from Disney A to Z. Uh, and we'll, interesting to see what pops up next week. All right, now let's talk about those emails and review. Uh, we got a review on iTunes I thought was cool. Um because we, we don't have very many of them yet. So if you do listen to us on iTunes uh, and you do have a few minutes to spare and you do enjoy it, the show, uh, you know, leave, 
leave, leave, leave a review if you, if you want to, uh, I guess I could beg you, please leave a review. Uh, I, it helps us in the, I guess it, I, I'm not an iTunes guy. I, you know, Apple guy, but I, I guess it does help us if you, if you leave the ratings as far as, uh, when people are looking for us or searching around for Disney podcasts. Um, yeah, it, it helps us move up the list so that our show pops up more in I, Disney related searches for podcasters. So we're, so we're not Even as hard if, to find. Yeah, because I mean, even honestly, even if you know when we were first getting started, um, after a few weeks, I don't, I haven't looked at it recently, but you know, like a month ago, even if you typed in our full podcast name, Talking Disney Podcast, and you hit search, we would not be the first first podcast to show up. We right. wouldn't even be in the top five podcasts to show up. You had to like go and like see all or, or whatever your option is to see everything that they've pulled up underneath that search query that you've entered. And then we were further down on the list, right. even though you've typed in our exact, exact name. podcast right. name. Right. So the review, so, Oh, sorry. Go yeah, ahead. The reviews help us move up the list so that more people can find us. Yeah. So this review was left by a miss keg. She said, love, I'm assuming it's a, it's a woman, Miss Keg. Love this podcast. It's from the heart and an honest perspective. If you like perspective, if you like Disney, you will like this podcast. Felt like I was in a conversation with friends. So Miss Keg, thank you very much for the review and for the, uh, the stars. Um, we really do appreciate it. Thank you. Yes. Thank you very much. So, and then I put out a, a request for some emails. Our last episode, uh, we talked about our favorite things at, at Disneyland. And some of those things included like our favorite food, snack, attraction, parade, themed area. So uh, we got a couple of replies. I, I wanted to share those. I don't think Cody, have, you, you haven't seen these yet, right? No, I so, have not so, read them. Okay. So the first one was from Amber. Uh, she just sent in some quick replies and uh, to a couple of them. She says, uh, hello. Uh, she got a little emoji smile face. Some of my favorites of Disneyland. Her favorite ride is Pirates of the Caribbean and Peter Pan, uh, which I can't argue with those two rides. Uh, some of my favorites there. Uh, her favorite snack is the gray stuff, which I got to try when I went in November. Uh, I thought it was really good. I don't know if, you, if you've if you had it yet. You know, now that you mention it, I'm very upset with myself. That you didn't, I didn't even think about it. I didn't even. When I was there yeah. a few weeks ago. Oh, and so you didn't get some. I wanted to try so you've never tried it? No. Uh, and now I didn't even think about it. And now I'm very upset. We, we should have so had this episode for... a couple weeks ago. <laughs> uh, her favorite land, she says it's Adventureland. Uh, but at nighttime, let's see if I, I'll, I'll read it. Adventureland, however, at nighttime, my favorite land is Fantasyland. So she likes Adventureland, but at nighttime, she likes to be over in Fantasyland. I can see that with the carousel and. She likes the obstacle course that eventually is. <laughs> yeah, that, that is true. That is true. <laughs> and then uh, lastly, she said her favorite show is Fantastic. So, um, okay, that's a good that's, that That's a good one. And then our second email comes from James. Uh, he's got some explanations with his, so I'll just, I'll just start the email and read it. If you need a comment, you can comment. Um, it says, hey, guys, loving the podcast so far. Keep it up. I've come up with a list of my favorite things, and here they are. By the way, who is that crazy guy you talk about that can sleep anywhere? He sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> so that's the guy we talked about a couple episodes that could sleep anywhere. Uh, <laughs> so uh, and he brings that up later in his email too. So I'll, 
we'll get to that in a second. But his favorite snack, he says, easy choice, the chimichanga. That with a couple of packets of hot sauce and a Coke. Bummed when I couldn't find them in Disney World. Love the corn dogs also, but chimichanga is my choice. I didn't even think about the chimichanga when I was thinking. Uh, I don't think it would have made it over my churro, but um, I, I for, totally forgot about the chimichanga. Yeah, it definitely came into my mind that I do really like that snack as well, um, but I ended up obviously choosing a different right. All right, and then next he says favorite restaurant, and he agrees with you, Cody. He said Blue Bayou, easy decision. I love the Plaza Inn also. That fried chicken is amazing. But seriously, the opportunity for steak and lobster while tucked away from all the crowds and you're literally sitting in the middle of a freaking ride. How can this not be my favorite? Uh, how can this not be everyone's favorite? One day when I make it into Club 33, I'm sure that will become my favorite restaurant, but I'm still trying to find my way in there. Any hints on how to get in? Uh, make a lot of money and wait wait a little while or make friends with somebody who can get you in. Yeah, uh, yeah, James, if if you find out... Let us know. If you have my number. Yeah, let me know. Yeah, if 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 you're if you're heading into Club Thirty Three, I will drive from Cheyenne to meet you there. So I'll quit my job <laughs> if I have to. I mean, these are the stakes that I'm willing to go right. to. So his favorite ride was an easy, or his favorite restaurant was an easy decision for him. His favorite ride, he says, tough decision, but I would probably go with Space Mountain for this one. I love the ride, and it's. And it's got great memories for me since this is really the first big ride I can remember riding with my dad when I was a kid. I was always hesitant to go on the roller coaster rides, but my dad finally talked me into Space Mountain one trip, and I've looked all those types of rides. Oh, I've liked, I've loved all those types of rides ever since. It's funny. I was really looking forward to Space Mountain in Disney World, but I didn't like it anywhere near as much as the one at Disneyland. The cars you ride in are way uncomfortable in Disney world and the location where they take the pictures in Disney world is weird. So he had a good, okay. he had a good experience on the ride where I had the opposite experience when I was a kid, but I do love it now. So uh, that's very interesting because I, I was going to say, I want James to email us back and tell us how he likes the Walt Disney world version of space, space mountain, right. which is the original version of space mountain. And it was built in Walt Disney world before it was built in Disney. Apparently he, um, doesn't he like included it. that in his email. So that's yeah. thank you James for that. Cause so now I can talk about it. Yeah. Favorite. Um, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was just going to say that I preferred the space mountain in, in Walt Disney world. I liked, I liked how I felt like I was sitting up higher um, in the car. You weren't quite sunk down in the in the roller coaster vehicle as much it felt like you were more kind of sitting on top of it which i don't know maybe some people won't like that obviously you're inside of it but i don't know the seat's just not as far down in it um it's kind of hard to explain without actually being on it but james might know what i'm talking about and i know what he's talking about with the where the pictures are being taken from because it's kind of like a side angle okay Um, rather than where in Disneyland it's it's more kind of directly in front of you. All right. Um so that is a little weird, but overall I enjoyed the ride better at Walt Disney World, but that's just me and James likes the Disneyland version, which better. is fortunate for him because he's only 4 hours away from that one, so that's the one he rides more often. So yeah. All right, next his favorite ride queue. Uh and he agreed with me on this one. I love the theming of Indiana Jones. I can remember when this ride first opened and I know we waited in line for hours. I remember having the decoder cards and trying to decode all the symbols throughout the ride. 
and all the interactive things they have within the queue make this my favorite. It's weird, but I actually sometimes wish the line didn't move so fast so we can enjoy the line more. So uh, that's rare that he he wants the line to move slower. But I I, to, I totally understand what he's saying though, and I, I do I do remember the uh, de- decoder cards. I have a question though. Yeah. Um, for you old timers. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> when when the ride opened. Was there more light in there? Because I feel like if I went in there with a decoder card now, I wouldn't be able to see half that crap because it's so freaking dark. I don't. I don't think there was more light. I think that was it was lit. I mean, you could you could see well enough. I can I can remember being able to see the decoder cards, and I don't remember it being lighter than it is now. I just feel like some of the the symbols and stuff, which you know, I know what they look like, so I know like. Okay, well that that would be an area where you would use the decoder card, but then I'd look at it and be like, man, I can barely make out those symbols. And I just don't know if maybe they're not they don't update the pain as much because obviously they're not passing out the decoder cards anymore and then it helps make it look more like a like a ruin, you know, like a temple that's been abandoned forever or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't so I don't know I don't, if maybe the paint was more fresh in the beginning. Maybe. I don't remember it being lighter though. So hmm. That's okay. something I'll, I'll, I'll have to ask him. Uh, favorite land or area? He says Main Street. Uh, this is where all the excitement begins. Love the feel of the small town street and all the excitement of everyone starting their days. Uh, and then go on to his favorite era of music, which is also Main Street. He loves the music they play throughout the day. He can listen to it all day long. He says, I could literally sit on a bench in the circle at the beginning of Main Street and sit there the entire day, enjoying the atmosphere and the music. Uh, I, I mean, totally agree. Yeah. If I was there for, if I lived closer and it wasn't just a quick, like three or four day trip, yeah, I, I would, I would have no issue with walking into main street, sitting down for the day and just listening and watching. So, yeah, me too. I wish I could do that, yeah. but sadly, sadly can't. So favorite all time fireworks show. I agree with both of you on this one. Remember Dreams Come True with Julie Andrews was awesome. It's the one show that really made me want to go and find the CD with the soundtrack from it. That show is awesome. And then favorite all-time show and parade. Uh, my favorite show was in the Golden Horseshoe, Billy Hill and the Hillbillies. Uh, we go into Golden Horseshoe, Golden Horseshoe all the time because it's a great location to get out of the sun and away from the crowds for a little bit. One time we happened to be in there when the Hillbillies were playing. I loved watching them. They are hilarious. After that, we had to watch them almost every time we went. We saw them in the back area where the barbecue place used to be and many different times in the horseshoe. One of my favorite pictures is when we caught them walking around Frontierland and my sister and I got to take a picture with them. I was super bummed when Disney announced they were no longer going to be there. They ended up moving to Knott's Berry Farm and and are still playing there today. Because Disney owns the name of the band, they had to change their name to Crazy Kirk and the Hillbillies. Same group of guys. I still go to see them over there from time to time, but it was awesome when they played at the horseshoe. So those were the, those were the categories that we came up with. He actually included a couple more, uh, which are hilarious. So I'll just, I'll just go on reading them. Uh, he says favorite ride without a lap bar is splash mountain. (laughs) (laughs) He says, seriously, Cody, a lap bar, a lap bar. 
Come on. This ride is awesome as it is. Don't ruin it. Hashtag don't ruin Splash Mountain for the rest of us. So, oh my God. <laughs> he knows about your uh your your uh your desire to have a lap bar installed at Splash Mountain. I just I think it's amazing with how strict they are about height requirements and it's like, oh, your kid's an inch too short. They can't ride it. I'm sorry, man. Kid goes away crying. <laughs> They will send. They will turn people away because the kid's forty-one inches and not forty-two inches, but they will throw you off a freaking five-story mountain in a log with no lap bar, no, no, no nothing. I'll, I don't. I'll have to agree with them. That is also my favorite ride without a lap bar. So, all right, he goes on. Favorite place to take a nap because you know he loves to nap. He said it's a small world. People think I hate this ride. But they're wrong. Hands down, it's the best ride to take a nap on. I could sleep through this ride all day long if they would let me. I would. He probably doesn't even know that they <laughs> added all the Disney characters in the ride. <laughs> He's sleeping. He, always naps he says, there. if they would let me, I would ride this ride six times straight without getting off. That's like a 30-minute power nap without having to go back to the hotel room. So that's awesome. <laughs> favorite ride to take a nap or favorite place to take a nap. Uh, favorite photo opportunity. Uh, he says, I love trying to get into the park early and take a picture in front. This one's a serious one, not not a funny one, though. In front of the partner statue, which I, I agree. That, that, that could have been one of our uh, our topics or our categories was photo op- opportunity. I sometimes go straight there and see if I can snag a picture without anybody in the background. That's always my goal is to try not to get anybody. Uh, second favorite opportunity is in front of the Matterhorn. Same thing. I try to get there first thing and take a picture with no one in the picture. I'll agree with the, the Matterhorn thing. I like to go in, like, okay, you, you go in the front, you hit the, the partner statue, then you go off toward the Matterhorn between um, like where Tomorrowland is and where the castle is. You got that walkway where you can yeah, see the side of the mountain. Pixie Hollow there. Yes, exactly. And I tried to get a picture of the Matterhorn with no people in the, in the, the walkway with, yeah with one of the, with one of the cars outside the mountain and the, um, monorail going by that is hard to do. Uh, yeah. So, because as soon as you get two yeah. out of the three, there's going to be, there's going to be someone. So yeah, that, that, that's one of my, one of my favorite, uh, if you could get there quick, you might be able to get two out of the three. Uh, I've been able to do it once where I got nobody, and both car or both uh, uh, the car and the monorail. So uh, I just have to find that picture. It's somewhere in all my on my computer somewhere. So um, and the the partner statue one too. I, I I have I each each day that I'm in Disneyland and each trip I will take a picture of the partner statue. So I got tons of partner statues from every different angle. Um, favorite secret thing to do. Um, this one's a serious one too. Trying to ride the Lily Bell on the train. It's hard to get on there, but it's pretty cool when you get to do it. Not many people know about this car and the train, and they don't let many on throughout the day. But if you get there quick in the morning, you can get your spot reserved. I've never ridden on that on the on the Lily Bell car, so uh, I guess that would be. Hey, there's another episode. Disney bucket list, I guess, would be to get on there. Uh, have you have you ridden it? I haven't. Okay. No. So we need to do that. And then last uh, category, favorite radio station. He says smooth 102. How can anyone not love this station with the golden voice of catfish Cody? 
<laughs> and if you don't know what, for those who are listening and don't know, you have you have to listen to episode six all the way through, uh, past the Mickey and his friends saying bye, and and you'll figure out what what James is talking about. But that is hilarious. I I I threw that in there and didn't tell Cody about it. Uh, so uh, that that is a great radio station, Smooth One Hundred Two. So that that just proves to everyone if if you listen all the way through, all the way through the outro when making those friends say goodbye, there may be there may be some a little thing there waiting for yeah, you. I can't end. promise it'll happen all the time, but if I get something good by either myself or Cody, I'll throw it back there. Uh, but majority oh, probably I, Cody. Yeah, he's not going to throw himself under yeah, the bus. We'll see. We'll see. And, I think he's already got one for this. And week. then he <laughs> he ends it. Anyways, here's my list. Great job on the podcast, guys. Quit skipping weeks. So uh, we'll try not to we'll try not to skip weeks if we if we can help it. So thanks for the email, James. That that's awesome. I appreciate it. Uh, I especially love the favorite ride without a lap bar. So um, awesome. I I'm honestly surprised his favorite photo opportunity wasn't going to be me on. Tower, Tower of Terror. Terror. Yeah. That, well, this he one, this ones. one was specifically Disneyland. So maybe he's waiting that, waiting for that on another episode. Maybe, or favorite, yeah, but... favorite photo opportunity would be you on Splash Mountain without the lap bar. Yeah. There you go. So, and I think I have a picture of that. I know I have Tower of Terror. So yeah. oh, I'm, I'm looking at two of them. Uh, one of them I'm actually finding. I'm looking at one right now where I look like I'm about to die. I don't know. I'm probably like, six or seven and nice i I've, I've been petrified so thank you amber thank you james for the emails uh we really do appreciate it even if you want to send us the email and not have it read uh just to say hi or whatever uh it's it's nice to know that people are out there listening so um if you want to contact us uh through email you can find us at di- talking disney podcast at gmail.com uh if you're on twitter we haven't really publicized Twitter a lot, um, but uh, hopefully in the future we can start using it. You can find us at Talking Disney. Um, so if you do like Twitter, uh, check us out. And Facebook at Talking Disney Podcast. Uh, that's all I have, Cody. It was This is fun. I love the emails. So, um, Yes, I do appreciate those who sent in emails. Yeah. Even even if he did kind of talk about you a little, so yeah, just a little. So, <laughs> uh, all right. Um, do you have anything else to share before we call it a night? No, I think I think that's gonna be it for me tonight. All right. So, uh, thanks for thanks for checking us out. Uh, go see Dumbo. Uh, send us emails, and uh, we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Yeah, folks, and me and my pals hope you had a swell time. Oh, yeah. Bill, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mickey? Uh-huh? It's that time. Uh, what time is that, Minnie? Oh, <laughs> Goofy? Huh? Oh. Now, now it's time, time to say goodnight to all our company. M-I-C See you real soon It's always Mickey Mouse K-E-Y Why? Because we like you M-O-U-S-E
careful getting home. <laughs> I have to get ready for this. is This is my my breakthrough moment. <laughs> Gotta loosen up my cheeks here. Ha, ha, ha.